It's a whole Babbage philosophy. It's a way of being, right? It's just being unapologetic, taking up space, commanding your worth, not backing down, calling out bullshit, just like doing your life on your own terms. I'm Lisa Carmen Wang, and I'm the founder of The Bad Bitch Empire. Welcome to The Bad Bitch Empire. I'm Lisa Carmen Wang, founder of The Bad Bitch Empire and author of the upcoming book, The Bad Bitch Business Bible, The Ten Commandments to Break Free of Good Girl Brainwashing and Take Charge of Your Body, Your Boundaries, and Your Bank Account. I wrote this book to help you command the money, the power, and the respect that you deserve by becoming the most powerful and authentic version of you. Today, I have my friend Ashley, who is going to interview me about the book and talk more about the process of writing it and also the intention behind it and what it is that you're going to learn. So Ashley, woo, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. The Bad Bitch Empire. Let's go. The Bad Bitch Business Bible, you guys. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah, I so, do have a lot of questions okay, for you okay. regarding your upcoming book. I'm so excited for you, one. Congratulations, Thank you. two. Thank you. This is major, and that's a fat book. <laughs> um, I want to understand for those, and I guess I'll preface this by saying, for those that don't know what good girl brainwashing is, can you just touch upon what that means and one of your experiences, I guess, facing that? Yeah. Good girl brainwashing is all of the societal and media messages that have brainwashed women to stay silent, small, mm. and subordinate. It makes us afraid to dream big. It makes us doubt ourselves before we've even tried. It makes us believe that other people's opinions about ourselves is more important than our own. And good girl habits are things like people-pleasing, perfectionism, over-politeness. And it's this vibe that you often get when you see girls that are really insecure, mm -hmm. right? When you doubt yourself. And good girl behavior is also obedience. It's obedience to the system. It's obedience to authority. It's obedience to the status quo because you're afraid to be your biggest, boldest, most authentic self. And so many of us have been good girl brainwashed because as women, we have been taught that we have to fit in a box. And oftentimes this box is, you know, being nice, being polite, not being too loud, not being too aggressive. And the result is we shrink ourselves. We we make ourselves smaller to make other people feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that makes it really uncomfortable to be ourselves. We doubt that we have power. And so this entire book is really about helping women step out of the status quo, step out of this claustrophobic box that society has put us in. And what I say to women is, a woman steps into her full power, not when she is finally given permission to do so, but when she realizes she never needed it in the first place. And so the most insidious thing about good girl brainwashing is that it makes us think that we need to ask for permission. Mm -hmm. And no one is going to give you permission to be 
a bad bitch to secure the bag, to live the dream life that you want. And so it's really about finding that bad bitch energy with it within yourself to be like, I don't need to ask for permission anymore. And the moment you stop asking for permission, that's when the world opens up to you. That's, I think that's amazing that one, your book is, that's a huge like core foundation of why you started to write this book, right? I also want to dive a little bit deeper on what your intentions were when you were in the process of brainstorming how this book was going to unfold for you. Well, one of the things that when you look at the cover of the book, (laughs) you've got me on the cover, like in my bad bitch stance, right? Really unapologetically confident. And the thing is, when I started writing this book and for the majority of my life, I was really deeply insecure and doubted myself, even though I was a national champion, even though I got all these awards, went to Ivy League, you know, went to Wall Street, like I had good jobs and good accolades. But the thing is, there was something inside of me that I've always felt like I was not good enough. And maybe that comes from being Asian in an all white neighborhood. Maybe that comes from being shy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the pressure of like immigrant guilt, mm. um, of feeling like you have to be successful and then never being good enough. But the bad bitch that I saw in my mind was the woman I wanted to be but I wasn't yet. Mm. And I saw that woman, that version of myself, and she was magnetic, she was confident, she was badass, she was like, I don't give a fuck. I, like she had this energy that was just abundant and never doubted herself. And I wasn't her. And yeah. I was like, I need, it was almost like I, I needed that alter ego, kind of like how Beyonce needs, you know, had Sasha Fierce. Yeah. And I was like, I need that woman. And this is how I've always grown is that I always see that, that version, that bigger, better version of myself. And I'm like, I become my own role model. And so I think I wrote the book for one, for my, myself because I was like here's all the lessons that I wish I had when I was going through the beginning of my career when I was navigating all the different work environments that I was in um and two I really also wrote the book for me in that moment I was like who who is that bad bitch version of myself um and I write this at the end of my book too which is like the The woman I was when I started writing the book is very different than the woman who finished writing the book Mm -hmm. because in some ways I realized that when I was writing the book in the process, I wrote it, it took about two and a half years, um, that I advocate for like taking charge of your body, your boundaries and your bank account. But I was still, during that time, allowing bros to encroach on my boundaries Mm. I was still settling in different areas of my life I was still allowing certain like toxic behavior Mm -hmm. um and I was like I can't in good faith write the bad bitch business bible if I'm not walking the bad bitch walk yeah and so what's incredible about the process of writing this book too was like I had this vision for it but I realized like it helped me level up to become that woman on the cover 
and actually was like, okay, I, I already am her. Yeah. You know, like I've become her, like that woman that I wanted to be, and that's the best feeling in the world. That's amazing. So it's like a journey of you within this book in a sense, right? Because the fact that writing this book and finishing a book, it's like totally two different type of people, right? I in mean, a sense. Yeah. Or like different energies at the time. I feel like you go through different things. Yeah. And I feel like this book is like really a manifestation of you. Yeah. I mean, it's two and a half years, right? Yeah. Like we change a lot, especially if you're growing a lot. I mean, like I the amount of like personal growth I've had in the past two and a half years and like so many things happen behind the scenes too in my personal life. And mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times people, when they see someone who's outwardly successful or confident, they have no idea what goes on behind the scenes yeah. and the struggle. And so that's another reason why I'm really proud of this book. It's like, I threw throughout a lot of it. I didn't feel like a baddie. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like, damn, I'm still, I'm still like a good girl, and I feel like I still doubt myself, and I still have no idea what I'm doing, and yeah, I got a lot of imposter syndrome too, where yeah. I was like, I don't think, I don't know if I'm a good writer. I don't know if I can actually lead the bad bitch empire. Like, I don't even know like if I am that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's like the process of birthing this book forced me to level up and here I am. Wow, that's amazing. So do you see like a true, is that how you want people to feel when they read your book? Like what is that feeling mm -hmm. that you want or I guess perspective that you want people to obtain after they read your book? I want anyone who reads the book to feel really empowered and like they can do they can do it too, mm. right? Um, whatever your dream is, whatever you want to manifest for yourself, you have the ability within yourself to do that. And really at the, at the heart of this book, it's really about self-trust, self-respect, mm. and self-worth. Because in this book, I talk a lot about my good girl mistakes, you know, all those times where I diminished myself, where I stayed silent, where I didn't command my worth and allowed people to pay me less than I deserved when I was, yeah, like just self-sabotaging. And I'm really honest about those mistakes. Um, and it's not even mistakes, those, those like just natural learnings when you are told by society that you are worth less mm -hmm. um, as a woman, and especially as a woman of color. And I think being honest in my own good girl mistakes, I also talk through, okay, like it's okay if you've made those mistakes in the past, it's okay if you've undervalued yourself, but only you have the ability to choose something different mm -hmm. for the next time so if you undervalued yourself in a negotiation before like next time you know and I talk about your bad bitch benchmark <laughs> which is that like most women are naturally underpaid okay yeah. we have to work two times as hard for the same amount of pay yeah. um, and so in negotiations for example 60% of women never negotiate the first offer 55% of women lower their prices before the client even asks and this natural tendency to diminish ourselves means that over the course of your career, you have probably become exponentially 
more underpaid than the guy next to you. Mm. So the next time you go into a negotiation, the bad bitch benchmark is basically take what you consider your hourly rate now and literally double it. And that's what you ask for. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you yeah. <laughs> that the guy next to you is getting paid that. A hundred percent. No, I feel like, and it's crazy because people are like, no, equal pay. I'm like, no, bitch. Like, we still don't have equal pay here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's crazy because we have to actually try twice as hard mm-hmm. to even match that level of what yeah. a man has to put in the work as well. Yeah. You know, like, it's crazy. But yeah. that's amazing. And I want to also ask you, if there is a chapter in the book that you absolutely cannot miss and it's like the most like valuable and I know I'm oh I God. know that there every chapter is going to be super fucking valuable but if there's a chapter where you're like if you're reading this you cannot skip this chapter no matter what what's that chapter and why That's a really hard question because <laughs> all the chapters are fantastic <laughs> um, So there are 10 bad bitch commandments and they are divided into three sections, taking charge of your body, taking charge of your boundaries, and taking charge of your bank account. And so it really depends on where you are in your journey. For example, there are really valuable exercises in each chapter. So in the chapter, a bad bitch asserts her voice. This is especially for women who tend to be more introverted, who tend to question themselves, who don't Mm. speak up in meetings, Mm. who are afraid of public speaking. Mm. I've just found that a lot of women don't embrace their voice. Your voice is such a powerful tool and muscle to create impact, and we don't speak up enough. And so I have in there something called the Bad Bitch Voice Challenge. And this is a exercise where you really learn how to speak extemporaneously and learn to get comfortable with your own voice learn how to love the sound of your voice and I grew up hating the sound of my voice but that translates into everything whether you are pitching yourself whether you are pitching an investor well if you're going to a networking event and introducing yourself in that chapter I teach you how to create your own bad bitch pitch which is your personal introduction for introducing yourself confidently Mm -hmm. and effectively and I also talk about the seven good girl speaking sins which are really important I also another thing that I think is really important there's a chapter called a bad bitch owns her wins and this is especially important for all of the high achieving women who have big ambitions that I've noticed that we all have a bad habit of not celebrating ourselves yeah of not being proud of ourselves and always thinking what's next and what's next Um, and a lot of us do not promote our wins in the workplace. We do not advocate for ourselves, and so this chapter teaches you how to really be proud of your track record and stop attributing your own successes to, like, other people or circumstances or luck, Mm -hmm. and, like, while all those things do play a big part, it is, at the end of the day, you made critical decisions to create the life that you want today. You made critical decisions So it's so important for you to learn how to be proud of yourself and like own your wins and celebrate yourself because that actually creates the abundant energy to be able to celebrate other people. And that's how you attract the right things into your life. I love that so much. The chapter, a bad bitch invests her assets. Yes. 
this is something that I am really passionate about, which is investing. So the majority of women do not invest. There is a reason why the richest and most power hungry men are in the investment industry. Venture capital, mm. private equity, yep. hedge funds, banking, because that is where the money's made. Yes. And men are often socialized to think about money as an investment, to think about it as a growth tool. And women have been socialized to be afraid of making money, afraid of seeming greedy, and also to think about saving more than investing. So investing is the greatest generator of wealth. And what I teach in this book is how a woman can get started, why a woman is more is naturally a better long-term investor and how you can start investing your assets in the stock market, in startups, mm. um, and really start creating the impact as well as the profit with your dollar. And women are better long-term investors. So studies have shown that we tend to trade less frequently. And even though men in the interim tend to make a quick profit, over the long run, women actually perform better. Our portfolios perform better. And so if you are at any point in your life where you are not happy with where your finances are, um, you are not sure how to start building your bank account, you have to start with investing in your most valuable asset. And your most valuable asset is you. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I'm so excited to read it. And I'll share a story about this, which is when I first started my creator entrepreneur journey, I didn't have a lot of money and I was taking this class. I was listening to this free webinar with this girl who was selling a $2,000 online course. And she said on that course that this is a $2,000 course that's gonna teach you how to create an online course worth $2,000, <laughs> very meta. And there were all these people on the webinar who said, oh, that's too expensive. But she said, if you believe that you can get one client at $2,000, this course is worth it. And so I thought to myself, well, yeah, I believe that if I invest in myself, I can get a $2,000 client. Mm -hmm. And I turned that $2,000 into 250K, that investment. And so you need to learn how to invest in yourself, invest in your own assets. And mm. then once you've built up that abundance, invest in other asset classes like the stock market, like startups. Um, and so... The bank account section is really, really powerful for women who are, whether you're in corporate or you are an entrepreneur, thinking through everything from negotiating, from fundraising to investing, and then ultimately how to do business with other women mm -hmm. in a really abundant way. That's incredible. That's cr I can't even like, oh my God, like this is insane. I want to know for somebody who is in a state of a very, I guess, imbalanced, like financial place in their life. What is your book providing, if you can say, like the first step to like kind of getting that back to you, you know, yeah. attaining that? Yeah. I mean, first you need to just define what financial independence means to you. Mm -hmm. And that is not a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is the life that you want to leave like what is not just how much money you want to make 
but what kind of lifestyle do you want? So I worked with one of my mentees and she was like, okay, I want to be able to fly first class whenever I want to. I want to be able to buy my own apartment and buy my mom a condo as well. And she's like fresh out of college, right? And so I was like, listen, you dream whatever you want to dream. But first, I think start there, which is like, we got to vibe higher. Yeah. Like what, what is the dream that you want for yourself? What is the feeling that you want for yourself? And then you work backwards from that right. into where you are today. And so you realize, like, you have to have a budget. You mm. have to know what money is coming in and what money is coming out. And what is, what is it that within that realm of that budget where you can still cultivate the feeling of that eventual place of financial independence, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you want to feel when you can buy first class tickets whenever you want? And how do you cultivate that feeling now, given your initial budget? So that's one. And then two, you need to start investing regardless of where you are financially. Get a high yield savings account, right? Because if you keep your money in a bank account, in a savings account, and it's doing nothing, you're actually losing money every day due to inflation because the inflation rate is greater than the savings rate. So everyone needs to create a high yield savings account and then also start investing your money into ETFs in the stock market, right? There's so many options to do that and you can do it through ETFs. You can do it through what I call, what are called robo advisors, which are basically like money managers using like AI Mm. that automatically invest in things based off of your risk profile. But I'm not going to get into too many of the nitty gritty, but It's basically you need to understand yourself, what financial independence means to you, and then take some basic bad bitch money moves and get your foundation strong. Bad bitch money moves. I love the sound of that. Another question, bad bitch business Bible. Do you believe men should read this book as well? Absolutely. And why? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yes. Yes. (laughs) So... First and foremost, this, I think men would be well served to understand the female perspective. Mm. Any man who wants to better understand women and the experience of going through this world, especially in the world of business, but this is much more than just a business book, I think it's extremely important. Also, I think guys could use some bad bitch energy too. (laughs) And all men can be bad bitches, so... I mean, it's just like I, I actually gave this book to a, um, a mentor of mine, and he's an older man who was in the advertising industry. He was an executive, and he interviewed me for my book, and he read it, and he was like, I don't even like reading books, and I read your entire book on the airplane, and I got to say, there's a lot of lessons here that men could learn. So he's like, I'm not only going to buy it for my daughter and my wife and my sisters and my colleagues I think that like I would love to recommend this to other men as well and so I was like that's thank you because that's really what being an advocate is it's not just men who are like oh I'm gonna buy this for my wife I'm gonna buy this for my daughter like no Mm -hmm. just like women read books by men men should read books by women and that's just how we get to a society that actually is more abundant, more equal, more collaborative. I completely agree. And like more understanding of like where both p- 
people and sides come from. I feel like there's so many books out there written by a man that talks about investment and like even like Think and Grow Rich, you know, that book by Napoleon, I forgot his last name, but there's so many books out there written by a man talking about investments, talking about confidence, talking about self-development, self-improvement, spirituality. And I just feel like this is like so amazing for a man even to get a hold of because it's like they're kind of being open to the eyes of us. And they're being they're stepping foot into what we deal with and our journey. And I think that's so important because we nonstop hear about a man's journey all the time. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> making that role like switch is very nice for once in a yeah. uh, for once in a time, you know. So yeah. this is amazing. And I'm so yeah. happy to hear that it's like all inclusive yeah. and it's for anybody and everybody just trying to understand and gain perspective on being a bad bitch yeah. and what that takes and divide into categories of bodies, boundaries, bank account. <laughs> I love it. And I think we are entering this paradigm shift right now where mm-hmm. the feminine is really rising and the appreciation for a woman's power is finally being seen in the world of business. And that's also because we are doing business differently. So when you think about the way men have always done business, it's as a team sport. You know, Joe starts a company and then he asks John to invest in his company. And then John realizes that in order for this business to be successful, he needs to get all his friends, Tom, Jim, Nick, Tim, <laughs> to all <laughs> invest in there. Um, because the more pe- the more guys who invest, the more people who get in the game, the more likely this is going to succeed, mm-hmm. right? Because then the the founder has the ability to like grow the company and the the way society has been set up is that it has pit women against each other it's Mm. made us think that there's only room for one woman at the top and so the previous generation of women was always like competitive with each other it was like it became a zero-sum game to be the woman in the room Mm. and what this generation of women is really realizing is we need to do business like a team sport. We need to do it in that the more women who invest in women, the more women who build and build bigger visions that we all end up rising together because there's more money for all of us. And so in this paradigm shift where women are naturally collaborative, the women who lean into that, that's what really building a bad bitch empire looks like. I love that. I think that was so well said. And I completely agree of everything that you just said. That's fucking incredible. I love it. I'm so excited. What is your most biggest, baddest (laughs) bitch tip you can give somebody? Look in the mirror and recognize that you are enough, that you do not need permission to be powerful that you have everything within to be whatever it is that you want to be because the only limit to what you can be is your own belief in yourself so create that vision of the type of woman that you want to be and then believe it until you become it i love it you got to do it you just have to you have to believe in that in yourself to become I love it. So for those that want to buy your book, where can they find your book, Bad Bitch Business Bible? You can get it at badbitchempire.com. And when you pre-order the book before September 26th, you will get 
thousands of dollars worth of bad bitch bonuses. So there's everything from the break free of good girl brainwashing masterclass to the invest like a woman masterclass to the unapologetic worth and wealth workshop, the bad bitch pitch masterclass, learn how to pitch yourself. So there is so many additional bonus resources that you can find when you go to badbitchempire.com. You can order it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, bookshop which is where you support your local bookstores and once you have ordered your book you go to badbitchempire.com and put in your information and get all your bad bitch bonuses oh my god that's incredible that's amazing that's like a little package yeah. set up right there that's incredible well yeah. i'm so excited to read it i'm so excited and yeah everybody should go buy the bad bitch business bible period period